Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is a podcast extra from Nature. Every week, Nature publishes a science fiction story in its futures slot. At the end of every month, we read you our favourite. This month's story is The Revision Theory, written by Blaze M.K., published on 29th June and read by Adam Levy. Thembo reread what he'd written. It said, I must know if this will work. It's 11.35pm, 12th of September, 2015. I'm in the garage. In two minutes, I'm going to open the third drawer down on the left side of my workbench. That was it. There were two possibilities. One, the drawer would remain as empty as it had been since the day he'd bought the bench. That wouldn't necessarily mean the device didn't work but it would be disappointing. Two, the drawer would no longer be empty. He folded the note carefully and focused on what he intended to do with it. He would place it in a white envelope, address it to himself, and deposit it in the red and blue postbox next to the notice board at the supermarket. He waited. 11.37.59pm. Themba opened the drawer. Inside lay a yellowed envelope. He trembled as he retrieved the letter and opened it. There, written in a faded blue script he didn't recognise, was a simple response. It read, Yes, it works. Themba sat, stunned for a moment. Then a wave of relief passed over him. Graduate school, the disastrous postdoc, the humiliation of taking a job in industry while his peers were getting their own labs. None of that meant anything now, not next to this. It works, he said, and then, correcting himself, it's going to work. He glanced at the drawer and turned his attention back to the letter. He'd seen it before, just after they'd delivered the workbench. He remembered opening the drawer a hundred times since and seeing the letter just lying there. Why hadn't he read it, he wondered, or just thrown it away? This was to be expected when reweaving history, he thought. Every moment from the intervention to the present is affected, and the whole course of the future as well. These weren't false memories. He'd really seen the letter in the drawer before, and yet, in another sense... He couldn't have. He picked up his own note and added, P.S. I've been struggling with counterfactual dampening. Don't tell me how to do it, but am I on the right track? Is it even a problem? The letter in the drawer had always read, 
I don't know anything about counterfactual dampening, but yes, your machine works. Had the letter changed? He remembered adding the P.S. just a moment ago, but he was certain that the response had always mentioned the dampening issue. And who could be using the machine without even recognizing one of the most fundamental terms in temporal and possible world mechanics? He added to his note, "P.P.S. Who is this?" And the response from the drawer had always read, "Dear Dad, this is Pat. I don't know anything about counterfactual dampening, but yes, your machine works." Pat, Patricia. His little girl, whom he'd bathed and changed just hours earlier, whom he'd kissed good night before sneaking out to his workshop. Thember again added to his note, P P P S, Pat. Do I know you're writing to me? And Patricia's response had always read, Dad, you don't know that I'm doing this, but I wanted to tell you that yes, it works. I don't know anything about. Counterfactual dampening. Sorry, I love you, and miss you, Patricia. Thember stared at the note for a long while. Something about the tone bothered him. He crossed out the line he'd just added and wrote, "P P P S. Why don't I know that you're writing this to me?" And Patricia's response had always read, "Dear Dad." I miss you so much. I suppose you must have been on the right track with the counterfactual dampening issue, because yes, your machine works. I've spent a long time trying to decide how and even whether I should answer the last question in your note. We missed you so much during those early years, but Mum said your work was important; that it could change everything. Once you had shown that you could move things through time, we thought we'd have you back, but it just got worse. You said there were still problems with the device, and we saw less of you then. Mum and I left. Miriam found you. It was a heart attack. Your note was among your papers. I haven't told Mum about it. It would make her too sad. I love you, Patricia. He'd been crying from the moment he'd first opened and read Patricia's letter. There was no relief or joy in this success, not if it cost him his family and ultimately his life. He disconnected the device and placed it in the open drawer. He was done with it. Then he picked up the letter he'd written, the letter that would eventually end up in Patricia's hands, and tore it to pieces while focusing on his intention never to mail it. He wanted to hold his daughter, and his wife. He wanted to meddle with time no longer. He threw the scraps of paper into the small red waste basket next to the bench. He reached for Patricia's response, but it was no longer there. It had never been there, and Thember was left with his hand suspended in midair, with the strongest feeling that he was about to do something important, but had no idea what it was. He supposed it had something to do with his work, and so he opened the drawer, retrieved the device, and began running diagnostics. There was still much to do. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.